uh, again, she was already the Shaifetas, she was the Prophet, and uh, there was a time when Thayisrael, the Tfilis, the Tzaka, as it says, because of Sisra and his blasphemy, will come to Hashem. So now Kaddish Baruch Hu sets in motion the, the Hatzalah, the, the way to save Thayisrael. So, she sends a message, and she calls Barak from Eftali, and she says to him, Hashem, you should know that Hakadosh Baruch Hu has commanded you, um, go and draw people towards you to Haritavar. And uh, the 10,000 people he's meant to bring with him are from the two Shvatim of Naftali and Zvolun. As we saw, the throughout the period of the Shaftim, Thayishal didn't act as a united army. So the, um, the, the, even though the idea was, even the idea was that, the, like we said, there was a fighting of Thay Israel. But uh, over here, the, the, Nishur was dafka through these two shvatim. Haritavar is in the So that would be the ones nearest to the to the place where Hashem wants to do the nest. Where is it? There's a discussion who Barak was. Right? There, were, there, are, there is a Chazal, and there is a portion we explain, that really Barak was the husband of the Barak. Um, and if that's the case, so even though it says Aishis Lapidos, so like we saw yesterday, that either defines her Maila, um, and that she gave drashas kalapidos like we saw, or to find her schus that she got a husband to be the one to deliver the wicks and that candles and all the batimedrish. So if that is Barak, the obvious question is why did she have to call him? Right? She should have been in contact with him anyway. So the Radakya and the Radak they both suggest something which is difficult to understand, but they say that maybe when she became a novice she separated from him, um, which is difficult to understand because there was only Moshe Rabbeinu. That, that was exactly the complaint that Aaron and Miriam had against Moshe. Why did he separate from his wife? And they said, we also live in. And being a Novi doesn't require one not to have a married life. And Hashem's answer to them was, Moshe is not different to you. Moshe has to be in a state of constant readiness. Moshe is on a higher darga. And therefore, don't ask questions about Moshe. But the understanding is that that was specifically Moshe Rabbein. Other Nevi'im, again, we're talking about, the, the, besides for Moshe, probably one of some of the greatest Nevi'im, such as Miriam and Aaron, right? they did remain married and that was expected of them. So why would Devarah, because she was in the via, separate from her husband? But, Unless it's different than a man. But we don't have to go that far. The was that even if they were married, they didn't separate, but Lemaisa, she was under her timer, right? she wasn't at home. So it doesn't mean that she never went home, but when she got the Nevarah, that's where she was. So she calls her husband from wherever their home was to come to her to tell them. Where was the time of the time of Dvarah was when Ramah went there, that was the middle of Eretz Yisrael, was also near to the Mishkan, which was in uh, which was in Shila, which is also when Ramah went there. So that was the central place to judge Klai Yisrael, or it was a place near the Mishkan. It's like Rosh Hashira who goes, you know, to Yisrael. Right, so, right. so it doesn't mean that they separated the Shita because she was in Nebiah. It just means she wasn't at home. So she calls Baruch, was according to one side of her husband, and she tells him that Hashem has told you to gather troops to hire to love. But if it's just so incidental like that, why would it mention it? So, in North Water, Israel. So, part of her mind was it to become a shepherd, she had to be in the central location. 
Right. Now, so from, Boris, from Barak's point of view, he had to gather 10,000 troops of Tahar Tzavar. And then Hashem says in the book, I'm going to draw to you Kishon and all his troops and all his sister, sorry, the Tzavar Yavin and all his troops and all the chariots that he had, like we learned in 900 chariots. And the Sati will be Yodecha. And I'm going to make you victorious. So the Nebuah to Barak wasn't just go to battle, let's go to battle, you're going to be victorious. This is the same one to Nebuah Charis Therese. Hashem is to be to the battlefield. Nebuah is feel powerful, he has a much stronger army. So the Nebuah you bring a Chazal that Sisra was a sorcerer, or at least he had people who were. And they asked Alpikishov, like, would he be successful in the battle? And the answer was no. So then Sister Nashi wouldn't have wanted to go to fight. So Hashem says, I'm going to be Moshech Sister to you. I'm going to make sure that he comes um, in order to, to fight, so that, that way you'll be able to overcome him. That's a very powerful tool. And he was told no, according to the start in the Chazal, he still went. And that needed Akadish Baruch's intervention. This is something similar to Parah. There's something similar to Para, and we're going to see that as we go through the story, there are actually a lot of similarities between Sisera and Para. And that is that there was a... that they were just like Para, um, knew that he was uh, fighting a losing battle. That, but he was still pushed to do it. Hashem said, I'm going to bring him to do it. When it comes to Yamsuk, which is the most amazing thing of all, that uh, Para sees the... sea split up in front of him, and nevertheless, he gets dragged, he goes into it. Right? And like I said, Hashem says, I'm going to bring Para after you. So he was brought to the stage that he'd be, he'd be subjugated, he'd be killed in that stage. Same about Sisra. Even though it wasn't what he wanted to do necessarily, Hashem says, I'm going to be Moshech, I'm going to bring him to, into the battle, so that way he'll be overcome. Right. Now, there's an interesting deal where the, in the verse, beginning of an avert him, she doesn't just say, go and do something. She starts, Isn't, Is it not known, or did you not know that Hashem was metabolist? Uh, Which is a, an unusual way to preface in the, in the book. It's you know, something, referring to something which should have already been known. Right? Like, for example, the Navi dates on, Hashem tells data. didn't you know this already? Right, so there's a certain understanding that this wasn't something new. And then the question obviously was, when was Barak meant to have known about this beforehand? That he prefaces in the book, Hello, Tziva, Hashem, you're not aware of some, is it not known that Hashem was able to do this? So the Mephoshim deal with the question. The does say, and this is a pattern, the does say that this was the din in the Torah of destroy all the Kanani. And therefore, since these, the, 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 the country or this, the citizens of Yavin, the king of Khatsar, with the Harish Sagoyim, where all the pockets of Romani Kanani were now banded together to make their own uh, Malchus, and those are the people that Sisra was now dragging to battle. So now here's your chance to Makaim the Torahs civilly from beforehand of destroy the seven nations. That which again, Sokhtar had failed in, and that's why they were suffering, and that's why they were given into the hands of the Kanani who they were meant to overcome. And that verse telling you, now you have the chance to climb the tzivu of the Torah, which isn't a new tzivu, and that is to destroy the seven nations. Okay, we'll see the Dhamma HaChosev. Because that, was, that, would, that, that would explain that there was a tzivu to destroy the seven nations. But the idea of now going 
going to battle specifically against Sisra wasn't something which should be foretold. In other words, the, the Chiddush of what you're saying now is you must go to stage the war and rebel against Sisra. And this is a fulfillment of the Torah's decree anyway from before of killing the, Malachi, of killing the seven nations of Canaan. Okay, that's one Maharach. Like we said, it's, the specific instruction wasn't, wasn't given already. It was the general, the general halacha, which is to the, uh, the people of Canaan, which now had an opportunity to be, to be fulfilled. So now the Nebuah is pretty clear. The Nebuah is, go do this, I'll bring sister to the battle, and you'll be, and you'll be victorious. So that, if that's the case, Barak's answer to his explanation. So Barak tells him, if you're going to come with me to battle, then I'm willing to go. And if not, not. Very and it's very strange because he just got a Nebuah. And the Nebuah is going to be successful. Right? So why is he making it dependent on her coming with or not? So Mufayshim will ask the question. Right? And the, the basically the answer, the side of the answer is that let's, let's give a marshal for this. Uh, from a different story in history, which just brings out the point. And that is... No, that is a different story. The story of Rabbi Kiva and Bar Kokhba. And we've spoken about this before, initial, that the Gemara tells us that at one stage, Bar- Rabbi Kiva thought that Bar Kokhba could be the Mashiach. And the question is, why did Rabbi Kiva think that? Our Mashiach has to be someone of tremendous stature. And the Mashiach is someone who's going to the right to be a Nabi. Right. Barakah was strong. Barakah was a general. Barakah was maybe not fearless and was willing to fight the Roman Army, Empire, right. but he definitely wasn't as tremendous as Barakah. So why in the world did Barakah think that Barakah was even a candidate for Mashiach? It's a question. It's a question. And why was Barakah wrong? Where does it say that Mashiach has to be a Talmud Chacham? From where never thought that Barakah was going to be the king, Melech HaMashiach, Ben David. What Rabbi Akiva thought, and this is an interesting idea, Rabbi Akiva thought that he was the, the spiritual Mashiach. He, he himself had the Koyach and Ruchim to be Mashiach, but he needed someone to fight battles. And therefore, if he appoints Barakach to be his general, so then that would be the Koyach which would fight wrong. It was a combined Koyach of the Koyach of Rabbi Akiva and other Talim at the time, who had the Schus and the Kedusha and the Torah and the, whatever it was, the stature, to be the, the the Rukhni part of or the spiritual aspect of Mashiach, and then this he was going to be the general who was going to go to war. In other words, it could split the function. But not that he would be the leader, he would be the general. Right? Rakiva was an old man at the time, and then he expects someone of 115, 118, whatever it was near his death, to be the one to actually go out to battle. Right? But he understood that, that his Kayach Rukhni would be the spiritual Kayach Mashiach, and then the, 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 the Bar military prowess would just be the means through which Hashem would fight the guy. And why, why was he wrong? Why was he wrong? So this is a quote from the Maral. And that is, it's an amazing thing. There have been, unfortunately, so many tragedies that fulfill Kal Yisrael. Over the course of the centuries, lots and lots, without shit. There are only two which we actually make a point of commemorating. The one is obviously the Khurban. Right? The three weeks, Nadia of both Khurban. That's commemorated. That we understand. That was a national loss of the best. I think that's in our nation. Like, to a certain level, that's understood. Right? Other tragedies which, even though they affected or, or caused millions of Jews to suffer, we don't commemorate the same way. And the one exception is Sirius Omer. 
we have the 33 days where we mourn the loss of the Talmud Rabbi Akiva. Now, again, it's a tragedy. 24,000 Talmudim died. But in the scope of Jewish tragedies, it's not the biggest and it's not the worst. Right? There have been many other occasions where many, many more Jews died than that, and in much more tragic circumstances. Right? So what's the big deal about the 24,000 Talmudim Rabbi So explains that it wasn't just the people who died. It was then we lost the opportunity to get Moshiach. Because Rabbi Akiva's Torah, which is relying on to bring Moshiach, was the fact that there are 24,000 Talmudim. Which was, if you think about it, maybe until today, the biggest amount of people learning Chai Israel's had. In Europe, there were nowhere near 24,000 Talmudim. Maybe today, if you add all these shivas around the world, and you assume every Bachar is registering these shivas, but they're learning, maybe you get to 24,000. It's a tremendous amount of people. So that was the spiritual engine Rabbi Akiva was relying on. And when they all died, it says, Vahaya Olam Shamein. Which literally means the world was destroyed. It wasn't the last Talmudim, that was the end of the whole idea that this is going to bring Moshiach. So the Avedis of the Sphira is a Ka'in and Avedis of the Khurban. It was a loss of the opportunity that there had then been, so that it could have generated Moshiach coming. Any matter, what happened is, Rikiv himself was killed, Barakhachu was killed, and the, 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 the Ace Rotten was lost. Right. The, it's an amazing idea. But if that's the side, so we see an important point. And that is, Aga, that was Barakhachu's personal undoing also. Chazal tell us that the one who was protecting the city he was in, um, uh, Beitar, was Rabbi Laza Medoy. And when uh, he, he killed Rabbi Laza Medoy because he suspected him of you know, collaborating with the Romans, so then he, he, he died too. He dist- the Koyach was propping up the Koyach And when he lost that, then he lost everything. Then he, he, he was overcome and he was killed, and that was the end of the opportunity to bring Moshiach if there was then. That's the case. So we understand that the role of the Yeshua can come through two people. The one who has a spiritual schus to be zechitot, and uh, the person who's actually going to be involved the most in making it happen. Right? Which is how Rabbi Kiva wanted to work with Barakach, but before, before, like I said, the whole idea uh, wasn't meant to be, so Kodesh Baruch Hu caused it to, 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 to dissolve. Now, we understand here the same idea. Like, especially if we understand that Barak was uh, Dvar's husband, according to that Chazal, he wasn't such a great man in Rukhnis. Adarab, she, she tried to convince him to go and learn Torah by giving him the distributed wicks, like we said yesterday in the Vatim Midrash. So he understood, if I'm being used to bring the Yeshua, it's not my spouse. I'm just the front man. I'm, the, so I'm going to, Dvarab, his wife, is not going to lead the soldiers. So you need the person who's going to be on top of the troops, but it's nothing to do with me. This isn't my spouse. This is Dvarab's spouse. She's the leader. And that's the guy. As he said, if, it's, if you want me just to be the one to so to speak, to lead the charge or to, you know, to, to run the army, then, and if it's not coming with me, it's coming with you, then they must come with me. And that's, that, that's why he wasn't doubting the Nebuah. He was saying that your Nebuah is for you. Like the Prophet says, in your spouse, this is going to happen. So if it's in your spouse, you have to be there. She has to be there, because I don't know the Twitter of a person who's B'Sha'a's Torah to Twitter of a person who's far away. So if he's going to run her Shosim to save, it's not just the fact that she's in the Nebuah. She's going to contribute. She's going to be there to daven. She's going to be there to... Just like we find by Moshe and Yeshua, the same idea. That when Moshe appoints Yeshua to go fight Amalek, but the schus is coming from him. He's going up the mountain to daven. Right? So it wasn't Moshe who was just because Moshe was there. Because Moshe was davening. And the schus of Moshe's failure was with practical Israel. So Mary Barak wants Dvara to come with him for the same reason. Okay, so we understand why... Devara wants, I mean, Barak wants Devara to come with him. But now the next possibility we have to explain. 
what does she say back to you? Vatayme, Halekhane Don't worry, I'm going to come with you. The double Lashem is like a Lashem of a guarantee. I'll definitely come with you. But Efes Kilotia Tifartacho, Aladerachatahilech, you're not going to get the praise or the glory for for going to battle. Kibiyad Isha Yimkar Hashem is Sisra. Because Hashem will give Sisra into the hand of a lady. So she keeps her promise and she gets up and she goes back to Kadesh, which is where Barak was in the north of Eretz Israel, and uh, to be with him in the battle. Now there's an amazing point here. And that is, firstly, why was that something which was important for her to say? Like Kira saying, Barak, well, you're not going to get the COVID. That, he said he was looking for that. He, was, he, he, thought, he thought he needed Tzchosin to go to war. Yeah, he doesn't have the Tzchosin. She does. So I come with and help me. So, so Sorry? Tachlis, there's a job. Best intentions in mind. But, uh, you want me to go to a battle? I need Tzvosim. So I'm going to bring you to the battlefield. So I'm, I'm going to get the credit. I'm not going to get the credit. It will be a man. It won't be a nine. Why was that something which is important to him? And, and why was that something there for Shia to tell him, you know, I'm coming with you, but never. You're not going to, you're not going to get the, you know, the, the praise for this war. It seems like it was a time. Another point, yeah? And that is that Devarah, as in the Via, said something which at the time we don't understand. We'll understand at the end of the parrot. And he says, she says, Ki biyad ish Hashem is sister. Hashem is going to get sister of the hands of a lady. We were think in the context that means her. Right? She's the lady. She's coming with to run the battle. And therefore he says, you're not going to get the victory. It's coming to me. But that's not what she meant. There was a different issue involved. And you're going to see in the story. Right? The, the issue was Yael Chavarakeni. Right? And that's, the verse speaking as Nevi'ah says, you, that now sister is going to be given to the hands of a lady. And the shayla is, what's the kasha? What's the shaykhus? Because the var, the var who happens to be lady, but she's the nevi'ah, is coming with to give him tzchosim, so because of that, she's going to be given to a lady. What's the, what's the one going to do the other way? Okay, so that you have to explain still, when we, we get to yell and explain what exactly happened there, so then we understand why this, in retrospect, what this nevi'ah was, that, uh, and why it was important that sister had to be killed by a lady doctor. Not going to see. Okay, so now that Dvar had come with him, so Vayazek, Barak, S. Zvurun, S. Naftali, Katechetcha, he goes around the, the Nachal of Zvurun and Naftali and he like he calls all the people, he brings them together to Kadesh. Vayal, Baragra, Vaseris, Alpeish, and uh, following him with the 10,000 people that he was meant to bring with him, Vatali, Mordvara. Like she promised, she came with him. Right, that wasn't enough that she went to Kedesh, she actually came with him to the battlefield also. Right, now the next passage is just setting up um, what we need to know for the story. One of Yisra's descendants, one of the families of Yisra's descendants, right, so he separated from Cain. No, it's uh, a nation called the Kaini. They were the Nechayev, the children of Yisra. And where they happened to be in the north of Eretz Israel, by Kedesh. They had pitched their tents in this place called Eretz Bitzananim, which was near Kedesh. In other words, you see that now there were two different uh, branches of Yisrael's family. There was one branch of Yisrael's family which had gone south to the Negev uh, to learn Torah from its Nelvin Knaz, and there was a second branch of Yisrael's family which had gone north and happened and had pitched their tents be near Kedesh, um, which is. Why it says Vayet Oiloi is because Bnei Yisrael weren't uh, a part of any Shavit and therefore they didn't get a Nachla. So it wasn't that they had property that they could build houses. That's why they had tents. They were like living as a, so to speak, as, uh, I don't know, nomads or living as a, um, 
visitors or whatever it would be temporarily on property which didn't belong to them, that they didn't have a nakhla. But why it's significant that these are the Bnei Yisrael and what's the shaykhs of Yisrael to the whole story with, with Sisra is also an important factor which you're going to see. The, the, the person is telling this us because it's telling us what you need to know for what's going to come next in the story. Okay. So therefore, therefore, the Jewish army of these 10,000 peoples has gathered on Hartavar. And Sisra finds out about it. And now Sisra prepares uh, his army to, to match Barak's army. By Yazik Sisra is called Rikhboy. He gets all his chariots together, which we said is Shamir Esperach of Basel. He's 900 metal chariots. He goes around the country or the population which Yavin was the king of, he was the general of, which is Haris Sagoim, and he brings all the people to Nachal Kishon, which is at the foot of Haritavar. So basically, the setup for the battle is Barak and his soldiers on top of the mountain above Haritavar. Sisra and his army at the bottom of Haritavar, which is next to Nachal Kishon. Right. It's not very smooth. Uh, normally, the bottom of the mountain is a safer place because you can besiege it, and the people are stuck on the top. It's, uh, it's true you might have the advantage of being in a higher position, but if you're out of firing distance, so then uh, basically you can, you'll get cut off. So, so you're going to have to come down to fight. Right. Uh, so which is what we're going to see in Bazishan next time. When you see the, 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 what happens in the battle. That's exactly what happened. That Barak had to come down the mountain to meet Sisra. Sisra didn't try to come up to meet him. Right. Okay, so that, that's the setup for the war. Bazishan will still see next time. Um, these three points will still to see the continuation of the story to answer. The one, what was the uh, message to Barak, and he's not going to get the, the covered now for defeating Sisra. Why Dafki uh, had to be through a lady, and what's going to do with Israel. So, the things we'll see, we'll just see how the war develops.